Welcome back to Magnum Oops. Because it is December. So, right. So, everyone should have their Magnum Oops branded jingle bells. <laughs> if you have them, ring them now. Yes. Now is the time to ring them. Um, and also, shoot us a message. Let us know where you got those. Because <laughs> I don't have mine yet. <laughs> They, you know, supply chain issues. <laughs> right. They're, they're getting us all. <laughs> they're off the chain. <laughs> issues. Mm-hmm. Supply. Off the chain letters. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an answer to a Jeopardy uh, prompt. Yeah. Uh, Jeopardy is not what we are here to talk about today. No. What we are here to talk about is that Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Many, um, what do I want to say? Uh, soothsayers have foretold. Many sayers sooth. <laughs> that Santa will in fact be coming to town. One of those soothsayers, um, prognosticator of prognosticators. Was none other. Than the wise sage. <laughs> of Hilary Duff. Duff, right. duff, duff. Duff, <laughs> duff, duff. Uh, yes, you heard correctly. Um, we're going to talk about Hilary Duff's first album. Now, the reason we're doing this is because, uh, like last week, we talked about the first album that I bought with my own money. Mm-hmm. Um, so now this is Sierra's first album that they bought with their own money. Yes, my own money in quotes because it was would have been allowance money at this point, but you know <laughs> I, that counts. You could have you could have spent it on uh, spent it on anything. My scene dolls, some gaucho pants. The year is two thousand two. People, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say uh, penny candy or <laughs> no, no. In two thousand two, penny candy, candy for a pet, candy, candy for a penny is long gone. It, goodbye. Hula hoop? Never heard of it. Fris- frisbee? <laughs> a Mr. Potato Head? Just been invented. <laughs> um, so this is the first album that I ever bought with my own money at the uh, tender age of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think by the time I bought this. It came out October 15th, 2002, at which point I would have been six. Um, just in case anybody was wondering, <laughs> but, yes, uh, Hillary Duff's first album was a Christmas album, which is a bold move. It, you don't really see that. Never. Unless you're Michael Buble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Usually the Christmas album is like late in the career where there's not a lot of creative juices flowing and they need to just kind of get product out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. However, though, this this kind of was tied in um to a certain film that we'll get to. But first, um I want to remind everybody of what else was going on in film in 2002 because 2002 was a wild year for movies, okay? Uh Ice Age came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, the first and second movies came out in 2002. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Star Wars Episode Two, Powerhouse. <laughs> oh, the absolute classic. <laughs> the absolute classic. Those clones attacked us <laughs> in our hearts. Uh, the Ring. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets. Yes. But most importantly for today is the Santa Claus 2. The sequel to the first Santa Claus movie, which came out I think eight years prior. Mm-hmm. Still with Tim Allen. Still with Tim Allen, which is hilarious because Tim Allen is famously terrible with children. Mm. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so yeah, the single Santa Claus Lane, which is the the title of this album, was written for the Santa Claus 2. I don't remember. Not I don't remember. I didn't look up who wrote it, actually. I'm sure it wasn't Hilary Duff, but if it was... Kudos to her because she was like 15 at this point. Um, side note, I have a vivid memory of writing in my journal 
the words, I will love SC2, which is the Santa Claus 2. I think I wrote that because Hilary Duff's single was in it, and I loved anything that Hilary Duff had her little mitts on, including, obviously, Lizzie McGuire, the TV show that catapulted her to instant fame, it seems. Um, that came out in 2001. And as part of that, actually, she sang one of the songs on the soundtrack to Lizzie McGuire, a cover. I did not realize this wasn't her song, a cover of a song called I Can't Wait, mm -hmm. which, fun fact, I sang in my second grade talent show. So go you. I tried to get a picture before this so I could share it to our social media as part of this. Um <laughs> Maybe I ha I will have by the time this comes out. I don't know. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Little baby me. Can, um, I, can I ask at this point? Yes. So were you like a big Lizzie McGuire fan? Big fan. Okay. Um, I was an adult at this time. And mm -hmm. so I've had no... All I know from Lizzie McGuire is that it was a show on Disney... And very popular yeah. and like, you know, child actors, right? Um, so I have no idea what Lizzie McGuire was about. Um, and I was going to, can I guess? Just yeah, kind yeah. of like from what I've picked up from mm -hmm. culture. So, okay. So Hilary Duff plays Lizzie McGuire. Mm -hmm. She's a singer. She's a pop singer. No. Not in the show. Not in the show. Mm -hmm. Okay. So That's she. That's Hannah Montana. See, okay. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, yeah. okay, that's that one. Um, Lizzie McGuire solves mysteries. <laughs> no. <laughs> I literally do not know. Okay. So Lizzie McGuire like runs her student newspaper. She contributes to the newspaper, her student newspaper in Okay. An episode or two. An episode or two. Yeah. Well, that's not really the central premise <laughs> of the show. No. Does she have, like, witch powers? Sabrina the Teenage Witch? No. Okay. <laughs> um, this is basically the children's version of Seinfeld, where it's pretty much a show about nothing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, she's in middle school. Okay. She, her friends, Miranda and Gordo... Uh, the, oh, and the big three. Such a Miranda, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, honestly, I, I watched back some of the episodes in preparation for this. Um, and I, I think that some of my <laughs> some of my style now as an adult can partially be traced <laughs> to Miranda Sanchez's style in this TV show. Your Plus, fashion sense. Yes. Okay. She wears a lot of plaid. Um, I had the same haircut she has at one point with like the blunt short bangs. Yes. Um, I weirdly think a lot of things that I like now were sort of germinated by Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> so there's that. There's also, there was an episode where Gordo, um, who's one of the big three is obsessed with Rat Pack stuff and, Everybody kind of copies him. That becomes the trend is people are using 40s slang. Like, <laughs> catch you in Staddy Hall, Daddy-o. Staddy Hall. <laughs> do, you, do you want to try that again? Okay. Okay, everybody places. Back to one. Daddy Hall, Duddy O. <laughs> no. There's a little uh, too much McGuire in your Lizzie there. I don't know. No. See you, catch you in study hall, Daddy O, is mm -hmm. what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, they had a school dance that was Rat Pack themed. They had the, the hairstyles from there. That was one episode. Um. So there's no premise to the show. She's just Not a student. Really? She's just she's just a gal. How was it so popular? I think I I, I think maybe uh, Hillary Duff is just like that charismatic. I don't know. I don't know how. I was thinking this about this myself. Yeah. 
Because um, I remember, like, I loved Lizzie McGuire. I had the soundtrack on CD. I would listen to it when I had a Walkman or was borrowing my dad's Walkman <laughs> before iPods were a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to that all the time. Some of the songs on that soundtrack are just beautifully dated. Um, <laughs> one of the songs has a line that's like, uh, nowadays we listen to things called CDs. You old folks may not be too familiar with these, but us kids like to listen to them together. Pop, rock, hip hop, it don't matter, whatever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is the Octung baby of its time. <laughs> Truly. Um, but yeah, I was trying to think to myself even, why did I like Lizzie McGuire so much? Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. I think... Do you think, um, could it have been that there just wasn't all that much other stuff on? Maybe. What I... The, the only thing that I could land on was that she was an actual child playing a child. Okay. Um, I don't know if this was necessarily the case back then, but... If you think about TV nowadays with, nowadays, okay, sure, nowadays in modern time, with uh, with high schoolers in it, usually they're played by 25-year-olds because mm-hmm. they don't want to have to deal with, you know, the special set accommodations you have to make. Yep. Um, so I think that's probably part of it is, oh, this girl looks to be my age. Um, so there was, I think, something in it there. And then... Also, her, she had an animated alter, e- not alter ego, but like her animated. Like her subconscious? Yeah. That's what I was trying to think. I was like, wait, is it the id? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Her, her subconscious was a like cartoon. Oh, well, that's a hook. That's, yeah. Now, how often would the subconscious show? And was it, was she interacting with it or was this like separate animated no, segments? It was, it was a separate, it was like a thing. It would be happening in her brain, but it was communicated with this animated. Yeah. Yeah. So you see her thoughts. Yeah. Um, and it's like a cartoon mm-hmm. in her head. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Now I get yeah. it. Um, she's got the annoying little brother. Mm-hmm. They talk about... It's like a pretty good show as far as child influences go. Mm-hmm. There's an episode where Miranda's... Um, Who is such a Miranda. Such a Miranda. That's... You know, I've never actually seen... I've seen parts of Sex in the City because mm. my mom watched it mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time. What, like, when it came out. But no, I, I don't even know what it would mean to be such a Miranda, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I know All I know is... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, <laughs> I know what it's like to be so Raven, but... that's neither here nor there um that show she's a psychic but Mm -hmm. i digress (laughs) but um let's get back to miranda and her rights yes she was going through a period where she um she was struggling with uh eating disorder type behaviors we'll say a very special episode yeah yeah the well, there weren't the episodes weren't all like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, but there was one that was like that where she was not eating and she like almost fainted while they're doing some school project or mm-hmm. whatever, and mm-hmm. they have to confront her and talk about it and say, you know, you don't need to do this because blah blah blah. Like it was, <laughs> it was a nice message for mm-hmm. a young child. There was another episode, one that I watched prior to this. I'm just talking about Lizzie McGuire, but I don't care. <laughs> it's your show (laughs) we're all just living in it um one of the episodes i watched gordo gets really into this like tabletop game that's basically a stand-in for dungeons and dragons Mm -hmm. um this this one's not great um he gets into it but but that is like all he's doing is playing it's like they call it like goblin ology or something stupid i don't know <laughs> goblin ology oh no it's dwarf lord <laughs> dwarf lord okay yes. do you think you could find t-shirts dwarf lord <gasps> fan t-shirts oh i hope days? so i i bet they're on like Redbubble. you yeah. could definitely find those okay if there aren't let me know i'll see if i can make one i was gonna high five you but like i don't think we, we still can i just you know didn't want that to be annoying in the microphone in any case. There's plenty of other <laughs> annoying things in the microphone, including my own voice. 
Including both of us. In fact, the next episode will just be silence. Yeah. <laughs> to give you, dear listener, a rest. <laughs> so, okay. So, Lizzie McGuire, uh, you love the show. Mm-hmm. And do you recall finding this album in stores and you're like, oh my God, it's it's Hilary Duff singing Christmas songs. I have to have it. Or... Did, was there like what caused you to say I must buy this with my mine own money? <laughs> I think it was a case because I I weirdly don't have a memory of like seeing it in the store, um, but I do remember. So I like the second Tate album. Bought it at Target. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was the case where I was just like <gasps> Hillary Duff. That's I'm taking that. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I do remember being in the parking lot. I think maybe I was in the parking lot across the street. We went to Wegmans and my parents just went in and it was just me holding and marveling at the CD. (laughs) (laughs) Like so excited. (laughs) Like, wow, she's so cool. (laughs) Um, this is, that is a thing that doesn't necessarily happen that much anymore. I don't think where... You yeah. go to a store, you buy the music, and you can't play it yet until you get home. Yeah. So you just have to like <laughs> be satisfied with the look and the feel yeah. of it. You can open it and like flip through the uh, the liner notes and all mm-hmm. that. But... And you can, uh, you know, read the, the tracks, yep. most of which are obviously, you know, Christmas classics. In this case, yes. <laughs> you know, classics like I Heard Santa on the Radio. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> um. But the cover itself, looking at it now, I mean, I still love it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it looks absolutely ridiculous. The, the, she's on the cover wearing just a a white sweater and her, one of her hands is up in this weird fashion. I think when I first looked at it, I didn't realize, I don't think that she was supposed to be, have like just thrown one of the gifts mm. and that's why there's a present in the air. I just thought she was doing something weird with her hands. <laughs> As she is kind of known to do in some of her performances, especially when she performances, I mean, when she's acting in a movie as a singer. <laughs> okay. Which, such as Raise Your Voice. So this has happened a lot. Yes. Okay. She, she does this. She like puts her hand on her head um, so you're to describe for the listeners, you are, uh, it's like, it's not like doing the chicken dance. No, it's, it's more like, like the sprinkler. It's like if, <laughs> if you were to be leaning back in your couch and mm. you put your hands behind your head cause you, or maybe you're in a hammock because yep. you're really relaxed, but you're just doing it with the right hand. Just the one. Yeah. Like the, uh, like you're about to do the sprinkler exactly. dance motion. Exactly. So she, she does that a lot. Yes. Where I think it's, she's like trying to look nonchalant. Uh-huh. That's the the vibe that I get. Um, Maybe that helps all the notes come out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 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 well, hmm. when she's in movies and the um, singing part is not optimized for her range, you can tell. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I had not heard... I couldn't... Like, before... Preparing for this show, I couldn't name you one Hillary Duff song. I just, I have a, it's a blank right. spot for me. There would be no reason for you to have known. Yeah. <laughs> but as I hear it, as I've listened to it, her now, it seems like I don't really get, <laughs> like, is, there's just not a lot of range there. We're no, singing. she's got a fairly limited vocal range. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So it's not just me. No. Okay. I think... Acting wise, she's a, a good actor. You believe her in um, various roles that she's played. Uh, Cadet Kelly, for instance, which mm-hmm. was a lovely post 9 11 propaganda film. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, basically, that's what it was. She lives in New York City with her mom, goes to this artsy school, and then her mom is getting married to this military guy who is about to like gets this job as a commandant at a military academy. And her mom says, all right, we're moving and you're going to go to military school. (laughs) There's, I've recently watched, uh, some reviews of that movie and also the movie itself. 
because it's just a joy. <laughs> <laughs> but you really believe her in that performance. She can cry on command. Um, you believe that she is in distress. These are high stakes. It's very weird how she is a parental figure in that movie with her parents, even though she's an only child. But I digress. That has nothing to do with Santa Claus Lane. <laughs> <laughs> now. Okay. To the album itself, Santa Claus Lane. So you bought this CD with your money. Yes. And did you just listen to it nonstop? Like I think a so. lot of people do with their very first album because yeah. that's all you've got. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had a CD player in my room. Was it a, I think it was a boom box at this point. It was one of those kind of globular looking ones, mm -hmm. you know, it was purple. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I played it on yeah. that a lot. I think I remember playing that on Christmas, obviously. Um, as you do when you're a child and you wake up super early because you're excited. Yep. Uh, and I wished I could hear Santa on the radio, but alas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Actually, I might have played this on my alarm clock. It was an alarm clock slash CD player. Oh, yep. Because we had those. Mm -hmm. Yes. Classic. And you could say which track you wanted yeah. to play to wake you up to. Uh-huh. Oh. I think I did that with one of these songs, but I couldn't tell you which one. But yeah, uh, shall we get to the album in question? Let's do it. So let's go track by track. So this uh, album has some standards and some originals. And I got notes on all of them. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. This came out in 2003, Spotify says, but... Other places on the internet beg to differ. Mm -hmm. So get your shit together. <laughs> so the album opens with a song called What Christmas Should Be. Mm -hmm. um, right off the bat as an adult, my my hackles are up. Is that a thing? <laughs> yes. 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 We're now now. Let's not talk about what anything should be. How is it? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like the concept of there being expectations. Yes. For the holiday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think as a kid, I was, I was on board. Um, You're like, yeah, that's what it should be. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think the way that, uh, what are the lyrics? How about peace on earth? How I made a note of that lyric <laughs> because I, I thought to myself, Finally, someone, <laughs> how about peace on earth? Hillary Duff asking the important questions. Why didn't anyone say this before? I don't know. That's, so that's that one. I think her sister, Haley Duff, was also featured on that one. Mm -hmm. Duff, uh, duff, duff. Duff, duff, duff. <laughs> Duffle trouble. <laughs> I think that's uh, duff enough. <laughs> I agree. So moving on. <laughs> I, I made a note. Um, oh, yeah. Go for it. There's really an absent rhyme in the second verse. Do you know this? I am not recalling. No. Will you get all the things that you've been waiting for? Snow falling presents, choir singing at your door, and the season will be perfect like those picture postcards. But is that the answer? Is that what Christmas really means? <laughs> It starts with, get all the things that you waiting for. Snow falling presents, choir singing at your door. door yeah. Okay. And the season will be perfect, like those picture post cards. But is that the answer? Is that what Christmas really means? <laughs> just, She's trying to subvert our expectations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that. That's what it is. You know, I didn't even notice that when I was listening to it again. I was just like, oh, wow, I forgot that this song exists. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good catch. Um, yeah, so then moving on, Santa Claus Lane. Okay, so another original song. Mm -hmm. Yep. The, the name of the album, in fact, yes. and the song that was featured in SC2. <laughs> <laughs> TSC, The Santa Claus. TSC2. Two, yes. Yeah, all right. All right, you're correct. 
Uh, don't you don't want to accidentally conjure the spirit of Tim Allen? No, you do not. <laughs> Especially not if there are children present, because he will swear right in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're fine with that, then you know whatever. Go it's your funeral. Live your damn life. <laughs> Santa Claus Lane. My note was um, the wah wah guitar. I also love the lyric, and the sign said, have no fear, you're, you're not, not lost. lost, you're here. <laughs> if I saw a sign like that, I would probably piss on it. <laughs> Excuse me, sign. <laughs> and the sign, and like if I just saw a sign, I walk up to a sign that says, have no fear, you're not lost, you're here. Fuck you. I, <laughs> I need, definitely am not. I need to know where I am. <laughs> not helpful at all. No, you're here. That, that's like what somebody says after they've kidnapped you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary, blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Walking this Christmas down Santa Claus Lane. No need to wonder. No need to explain. <laughs> Just have some faith in what you see. You're right here where you want to be. So this song is all about gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. This is straight up. This is the gaslight anthem. Yeah. <laughs> and not in like a fun Victorian Christmas literal gaslight. But, uh, yeah. Certainly not. Nope. This is very much. This is the song that you play for someone. If you have uh, festively uh, kidnapped, kidnapped them. someone. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Santa Claus Lane mm -hmm. is the kidnapper's uh, Yuletide anthem. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, next we have a classic. Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm -hmm. Okay. Santa Claus is coming. Ba -da -ba. Santa Claus is coming to town. Ah. Yeah, they really jazzed it up. Yeah. It's not just a straight... Rendition. It's there is a lot of zhuzh. There's <laughs> left and right. And <laughs> yep. So if you didn't already have uh, 1,300 different versions of that song out there, here's another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. -da -da. It's, it's a nice uh, rock and roll version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which mm -hmm. I think we all sorely needed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> This actually reminds me of, there is a Christmas episode of Lizzie McGuire on which Aaron Carter appears. Sure. I remember him being a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, promoting his, his solo work, I guess. I don't know. I think he was in one of those boy bands um, that was put together by like a grifter, essentially. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> What's the, the guy who made NSYNC and, and yeah. the back, yeah, Backstreet Boys and um, New Kids on the Block? Yes. And, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Pitted them against each other. Yeah. What a guy. What a, what a lovely storied history. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Aaron Carter was on an episode of Lizzie McGuire as he was like the Justin Bieber of the day at that time. Justin mm -hmm. Bieber is not even the Justin Bieber of our day anymore. No. I don't know who is. BTS? I'm not. I'm, yes. I'm old now. Yes. <laughs> I have no idea what the kids are into. <laughs> that's that's about it. That's all I have to say about Santa Claus coming to town. It's yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know you know. Like yeah, what if we made Santa cool? <laughs> it's another one. <laughs> um, this next one might be my favorite on this album. Uh, I heard Santa on the radio. My note on this one is. It's actually good. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it's actually <laughs> okay. I mean, for an it's an original song, yeah. so you know. Um, but I kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I would love to hear the Jolly DJ show. <laughs> hey, 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 and ho, 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 and now it's time mm -hmm. for the Dolly Dolly <laughs> the, for the God Dolly Lama. <laughs> To play Lizzie McGuire. The Dolly GJ show. <laughs> <laughs> My note on this was, um, okay, the lyrics go, I heard Santa on the radio. I knew it was Santa on the radio. Mixing up the music like 
Ah, uh, Santa should. And radio, radio never, never sounded. sounded so good. But it's very strange to say mixing up the music like Ah, uh, Santa like, uh, should. Santa. It implies the existence of many Santas. Multiple Santas. Yeah. Yes. Which means Hillary Duff digs multiverses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I just remembered at this time, I think around seven or eight was around the age where I was like, Santa's not real. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I would get a Wait, bunch Wait, what are you of... talking about? <laughs> I would get a bunch of mixed messages from adults. I remember yeah. saying at some point, you know, actually, I think I'm kind of done with that. And uh, family friends of ours happened to be over and they said something like, oh, don't say that. You won't get any presents. And I, <laughs> my little brain was like, what if they're right? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I should, you know, I went upstairs. I had a whiteboard in my room and I drew a picture of Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> as a way to like conjure. I guess. Your, your belief in him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was trying to draw him to life like Doodle Bob. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but I, I heard Santa on the radio is, is just a treat. It, this, Christina Milian is a guest on it too. Yes. Uh, the other thought I had on this one was it talks so much about the radio and the DJ. Mm-hmm. I think you can kind of tell this was written by songwriters who are old mm-hmm. and they grew up with the radio. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which, I mean, obviously, Hilary Duff is not writing these songs. I mean, like I said, it would be very impressive. She was about 15 at this time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're not like knockout songs by any means. No. They're just very simple. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is one where kind of um, the seams were showing, and you could see oh, yeah. the songwriters were like, what the hell else are we going to write about? We got to like write six original Christmas songs. What are you talking about here? I don't know. Oh, let's, what do you let's, mean? let's write about a phonograph. No. <laughs> Talk to your daughter. Maybe she knows something. Yeah. I just realized what this reminds me of a David Bowie song on the Ziggy Stardust album where it's because it talks about maybe it's Starman. I, I don't know, but there's some song I think where somebody is DJing or I don't, I don't have it in my head right I'm now. I'm just free associating right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, no charge. <laughs> he'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm looking this up in real time. Lights will low. Ho, ho, uh, on my radio. Ho, ho. Yeah, some cat was laying down some rock and roll, a lot of soul. Whatever. Anyway, I just realized, again, I think in some small part, Hilary Duff primed me to like the song Starman because I heard a song about Santa being on the radio. So then when I heard a song about an astronaut or whatever being on the radio, I was mm-hmm. like, hell yeah. <laughs> This neural pathway already exists. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked at how much that made sense to me. <laughs> it's like, wow, that tracks. <laughs> I know it sounds like nonsense, but... <laughs> but when you just surrender yourself to Sierra... <laughs> You're welcome. You're you're in the club now. I am. Anyway, Jingle <laughs> and you Bell are Rock. too, listener. <laughs> yes, the next song, Jingle Bell Rock, another classic. Um, my note on this on this was uh, it's filler, uh, but this is one of the great Christmas rock songs, mm-hmm. which I always love. So it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. not even really a rock song in this one. I guess it because I'm just here. Jingle Bell Rock, Jingle. Which is not... <laughs> yeah. Again, a lot of zhuzhin. There's so much zhuzh. It's yeah. like one of those... It reminds me of one of those smarmy lounge singers. Yeah. Which is probably who wrote and arranged yeah. these songs. Yeah. It, it, for, the, for the classic songs, they're putting a lot of hats on hats mm-hmm. in this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, bas- that's all I have to say about Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. That's, see, that's why I wanted to get into, you know... 
the pop culture zeitgeist at this point in time mm-hmm. because what else do you talk about on this Christmas album? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, next we have, I believe this is another original one for this album. Mm-hmm. When the snow comes down in Tinseltown, mm-hmm. they'll be dancing in Hollywood. Yep. Um, I love the part in the song where she's she's talking in it and she's like, yeah. Dear Santa, I have but one wish this year. That it will snow tonight. And you can, t- the way that she says it makes it seem like she's, she's like, Hell yeah. This is the coolest song. (laughs) So my note on this one was that you hear the scratching of the pen, right? And all I could think of was, um, dear Santa, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. (laughs) I left my cell at my home and my cell number at the bottom. I sent you two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. (laughs) It probably was a problem with the post office or something. Lizzie McGuire... Presaging Stan. Or was it happening at the same time? Did Stan come first? Eminem's Stan. I want to say Eminem came first. I feel like that was a 2001. Is it a 2001? Okay, so she's writing Eminem's coattails on this one. Or whoever wrote this is yeah. writing Eminem's yeah. coattails. Yeah. Came out in 2000. Okay. So there, there you have go. it. Yep. Again. Not a whole lot to say. The, the thing that she wishes for is that it'll snow in California, in mm-hmm. Tinseltown, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. When the, and when the snow comes down in Tinseltown. This song has the same um, ta-da, ta-da, ta-da sound that you hear in like Build Me Up Buttercup. Yeah. Which I felt, I was listening, I was like, oh, I've heard that from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Which a, a lot where else is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think it might be in All I Want for Christmas is You as Yeah. Well. See, that's the first thing that I thought of. Yeah. I don't want Christmas. Shout out to my friend Courtney, who I don't think listens to this, but I'm shouting you out anyway, who will listen to this song at any point in the year. It's one of her happy songs. No, the Hillary Duff song. Sorry. Or you mean the Mariah Carey? I mean the Mariah Carey song. Okay. All I Want for Christmas is You. Yes. That's, once again, not on this album. <laughs> no. Thankfully. Although, but don't take me wrong. I also love All I Want for Christmas is You. But I do not want to hear Hilary Duff's Ooh, version no. of All I Want for Christmas is no. You. No. Say what you will about Mariah, but like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Girls got pipes. Let, let the queen yeah. do her reigning queen thing. Her, her reign... Dear, no. Nope. Yes. Oh, yes. No. Nailed it. Then we have Sleigh Ride. Oh, I hate this song. <laughs> like in general? or this In general. Yeah. In general. It's just very repetitive. Yeah. I don't like that song. I don't love it in this album either. Nope. Yep, get it, yep, get it, yep, let's go. Let's look at the show. Look oh, yeah. at the show. Yeah, we know how it goes. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just annoying you further. So you're welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this other one is my other contender for a favorite song on the album. Sorry, this next one, I mean. Yes. Okay, so now I get back to an original song. <laughs> Tell me a story in parentheses about the night before. With? Lil Romeo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is uh, a snapshot of a moment in time. It sure is. Yeah. Um, Oh, I I sent you, Jed, a screen grab of the Wikipedia page for Hilary Duff about this song. Because, Mm -hmm. so this song is more, the only song on the album, which is a hip hop, has a hip hop slant to it. And so... Santa Claus Lane, I believe, was sent off to be a single on Main, pop mainstream rock. radio. Yeah, mainstream radio, um, pop and rock stations. Tell me a story was um, sent to sent to live in. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> was sent to the hip hop station. So they're try. They were blatantly trying to market this album to mm-hmm. different demographics, which. I don't know about you, but feels icky and manipulative to me. Yes. I mean, I kind of get it from a business perspective, but sure. it just feels... It feels pandering. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that's a thing that should be done. No. 
But but they did. Yeah. And it's not Hillary's fault. She was 15. Yeah. So I still love you, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> but this is another, this reminds me of like the the rap from Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on not my Friday Street. The 13th. Yes. <laughs> that became a nightmare. But on my street. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Very similar um, camp levels. I don't think this was intended to be campy. It very much was. Mm-hmm. I found a quote. Some I don't remember if it was on Wikipedia or my other um, source here, biography.com. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure is just, you know, the most reliable. I don't remember exactly where I read this, but Hillary Duff at one point said something to the effect of this was later on in an interview in 2013, I think about this song. Tell me a story parentheses about the night before doesn't remember it. Hates the song. I think, I think I read that same quote somewhere. It might be, it might've been on the Wikipedia page then. Yeah. Um, which is just further evidence that whoever put this together was like, yeah, just sing this one Mm -hmm. so that we can pedal it to like this other audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Little Romeo raps about uh, getting a new Humvee, uh, video games and bling bling. Um, I I made a note um, that this song holds the record for um, at three minutes and 42 seconds of being the longest song ever. <laughs> just keeps going and going. It's a chore to listen to. Tell me a story. I believe. Oh, I believe. All things are possible on Christmas Eve. Every time I hear that rhyme, I love it even more. Tell me a story about the night before. Wish for it. You just might get it. Okay. <laughs> They even had a chorus in it. Artistry. Uh, just what the fuck is that? Yeah. Which is why I like it a lot. Yep. <laughs> Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, they all came. Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Eyes, Droopin. <laughs> yes. Yes. He names off the uh, the major um, reindeer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say Rudolph, though, does he? I don't no. Think. He says, don't forget Donner and Blitz. Three kings, they was carrying the gifts. Now that's not right, because the <laughs> reindeer was not named Blitz. Blitz in. Yeah, but he, he made it Blitz to match the rhyme. Yeah, well, he knows how to match rhymes at least. He yeah. knows that, what, door and here don't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to go back to the very first song? You do. And the season will be perfect, like those picture postcards... But is that the answer? Is that what Christmas really means? That's what it is. Cards and means. He at least knows. I'm assuming Will Romeo wrote this for some reason. Who knows? (laughs) knows? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) In any case, it's, you know. It is, uh, (laughs) yeah, it is an encapsulation of a crass commercialism Mm -hmm. moment at that time. Mm -hmm. Just really in your face about it. Mm Mm-hmm. So then we get to a recording of a classic. Mm-hmm. I, when I heard this at first, thought that this was Hilary Duff's song. Really? Oh, now that... Because I was seven. This is totally legitimate because, yeah. you know, you hear someone do a cover mm-hmm. and I'm sure this happens like a billion times. Yeah. Um, you think that that is that person's song and then you find out, oh, wait a minute, actually someone else like... Uh, my favorite example is um, Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You. Mm. It was originally a Prince song. Huh. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is Last Christmas by George Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this is a song that is either hated or mm. tolerated <laughs> amongst a lot of people. I happen to love this song. I love this song. The original. Yeah. Yeah. I... Remember really, really liking it like the first time that I heard it. I think as time has gone on, and this is perhaps also just me and my relationship with Christmas and the whole, let's put expectations on this one day. Everything, gear up. Here it is, and we're done. Yes. I hate that. Yeah. (laughs) 
I get depressed after Christmas, after weddings, after birthdays. Mm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, anyway, I digress. But yeah, I mean the the sentiment of I did this thing and then you just threw it away mm-hmm. is so angsty. It's just delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Can be. Uh, I, I think if I have a few drinks in me, I really like this song. Yeah. But the rest of the time, I mm. yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out and listen to it on purpose. That's fair. I made a note about this Hillary Duff version. There's some kind of weird sound effect in it um, that it's it almost sounds like an impact wrench. It's like a, like a hydraulic hmm. tool where it goes like woo, woo. I I will I'll try to pull this up here. Um, okay. I'll. Put this in the show in case I can find the clip. Um, so here's the sound from uh, Last Christmas by Hilary Duff. Right there. Oh. I see. Interesting. Yeah. That. Hmm. Yeah, that's. I in the entire I don't know however many times that I must have listened to this never picked up on that. Okay. Interesting. I don't know what that is. Well, I think this is the one way I in I have enriched your life. <laughs> it's a magnum oopsomaly. <laughs> like an anomaly? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> shall we move on? We shall. Okay. Uh same old Christmas. Another original. Which, to me, sounds exactly like what Christmas should be. Mm-hmm. This, okay, this is the one with Hilary Duff and Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my only note on this was where what they do with to make a, a rhyme work. Mm. Uh, there's the lyric, Stars that shine on Christmas trees, Smoke that curls from chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing it, Duffs. <laughs> You're pushing it. It's, I'll allow it. Yeah. Duff, duff, duff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, this is exactly what I hate about Christmas. <laughs> you mean the, the sentiment of this song? Yeah. Yeah. As, as I've grown older, I've, I've grown less and less fond of traditions. Okay. Just in general. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you do the same thing when you could do a different thing? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I don't know. Certain things, like, for instance, Sam's family has a tradition that they do where um, each person will have their own, like, all of their gifts are wrapped in a certain wrapping paper. And so when they get up in the morning, that paper would be covering their door. So they have to, like, punch through it to get out. Wow. Um, so that's like a fun little tidbit. Um, that That's a tradition I can get behind because it's so... That's extra. You know, it's extra, yeah. but it's also like such a small thing yeah. that I'm like, okay. What I don't want, though, is to spend every single Christmas the exact same way every single year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not my jam. Okay. It's not my thing. Okay. Fair enough. There you have it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This takes us to the album Closer. Mm -hmm. It is a cover um, of Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh, a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah. Um, They they try to zhuzh it up, but, you know, the original um, was written by some kind of hip-hop guy, Paul M.C. Cartney. Like Mick Hammer. <laughs> uh, how, how do you, what do you think of this song? I feel like the original is already a lot. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, so this version where they've judged it even more. Oh my God. Okay. Where it's, there's a, there's a choir of kids. First of all, okay. Mm-hmm. I think also some of the lyrics of this have always they always piss me off. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> I hate this song. Cool, we're on the same page there. I absolutely this this is one, and I like 
Christmas music. I like the standards, generally mm-hmm. speaking. But this is one of those where when it comes on and it gets played every fucking year, I like switch the channel, volume off, like, nope, this one is just... It's insufferable. Great garbage. <laughs> the thing that irks me, <laughs> you can maybe guess, uh, the choir of children sing their song, they've practiced all year long, and the song is literally just ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> you shitting me? Get it together. <laughs> You've been practicing yeah. that all year? Yeah, I mean, I don't have them printed out, but all the lyrics of this song are just insipid. D- just, it's another one that's just the same thing over yeah. and over again. Yeah, so repetitive. Like, uh, M- Paul M.C. Cartney, he just phoned this in, and you can tell. And I feel like, based on this, this guy is not going to have any music career. <laughs> like, okay, you got your one quasi-hit, but give it up. <laughs> You're not you're not meant for melodious sound. I'm sorry. Who else has even heard of this guy? You're done. I rest my case. You're done. <laughs> um, it's just not a good song in general. No. It's not good. But the production of this version, I wrote this Hillary Duff version is they turned it into an Avril Lavigne song. Yes. It's absolutely. Yeah. Because the same year this um, so similar to what I did for the movies of that year, I looked at some of the top like the top hits for two thousand two, mm-hmm. uh, many of which were Avril Lavigne, favorite one being um, Skater Boy S K eight E R B O I yes by Avril Lavigne yep. The Middle by Jimmy Eat World, You Got It Bad by Usher, that Jimmy Eat World song's great it is, uh, How You Remind Me by Nickelback. Hot in Here by Nelly. There's two R's. <laughs> a Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Some of the other music that people were listening to at the time. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they would just be completely aping Avril Lavigne's yes. music. Because yeah. um, she was hot <laughs> at this time. <laughs> yes. And to be fair, I mean, Skater Boy, that's my favorite license plate from her. Said, see you later, boy. <laughs> he wasn't good enough for her. Um, but that is the totality of Santa Claus Lane, Hilary Duff's first album. Uh, and actually on biography.com, as I was looking it over, it doesn't even mention, I don't think, Santa Claus Lane at all. When it says her first album, it says Metamorphosis, which mm-hmm. is because they, they label it as her first non-Disney album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Metamorphosis on the way here. Honestly, still chock full of bangers mm. like <laughs> and again maybe that's the nostalgia talking sure. but um i personally if you have uh if you're an adolescent with some angst <laughs> it's it's a nice sampler platter of uh different types there's one of the math is one of her more like goes a little bit harder mm-hmm. there's there's some uh kind of grungy guitar riffs in there but something like, let's see, Come Clean? Yeah, I, li- I listened to that song because um, I n- know nothing of Hilary Duff's career. And so I wanted to, because I know she's, she's gone on and she's mm-hmm. released albums and stuff. And I wanted to just kind of like get a sense of, okay, I know where she started now. Mm-hmm. Like, where did she get to? Yeah. And I guess my takeaway was like, Okay, what I heard was not a lot of vocal range. Mm-mm. So, it's fairly limited. She like like I said, she's a talented actor. Yeah. Um, and I think has won a couple of awards, or at least the show that she's on, Younger, has won a couple of awards. Mm. Um, so that's where she's at now. But Metamorphosis is where it was at. That is hands <laughs> down my favorite Hillary Duff album. Okay. For sure. Uh, <laughs> little voice. I mean, working it out. I know this means nothing to you. (laughs) But it came out the following year, 2003. Metamorphosis in this case, of course, being just... It's just an album about adolescence, which was, I guess, perfect for me as a seven or eight-year-old at the time. (laughs) Right. But, you know, when you get an album, you then, like, listen to it for a couple of years. So that's lots. Yeah. It's... I mean, I still could sing along to the songs. Mm-hmm. So it's really in there. Yeah. 
in my brain is the there that I'm referring to. (laughs) Sierra was tapping their temple. Did it again for effect in case they could hear. Yeah. They (laughs) Um, can tell. Yes. The only other note that I made about, this is just about the year 2002 in general. Um, According to a Vice article from 2017, it was the worst year in fashion history. (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be fair, looking back, yeah. And and Vice would know. Vice would know. I guess. Uh, That that headline just caught my attention. Um, You know, I mean, let's see. Knee-length dresses over flare jeans that people wore. What is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> you could wear whatever you want. That I think that was almost the style. Was yeah, I look hideous because <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I remember that look. Yeah. What a time! I think ponchos were were big then too. <laughs> ponchos have always been big. Have they? Well, okay. It's just a blanket with a hole in it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. It's a broken blanket. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's the other name. Uh, Velour tracksuits as well. Mm -hmm. The matching ones. A lot of them would, it was like Juicy Couture, I think was Mm -hmm. one, a big brand that people were into. But Velour tracksuits struck a particular chord with me because they were referred to in the click novels written by Lisey Harrison, uh, young adults, young girl type novels mm-hmm. um, in the early 2000s referred to in that book as black tie sweats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, cause you're schlubbing around, but you're matching. Yeah. yeah. You've put some thought into your ensemble. <laughs> you, you thought about it and you said, look, these colors match. Yeah. Cause they're the same color. Yes. Yeah. You said, you know what? I want to be a blueberry today. Great. <laughs> right. Boom, your outfit's done. There it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so one of the most hilarious things that I have seen in a while mm. is the Wikipedia page. Oh, my gosh. Yes, please. That describes uh, this album, Santa yeah. Claus Lane, um, because the pull quotes that they have. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beautiful. Can I read the last one? <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So, should we just do a... Can we do a dramatic reading? Absolutely. That's all I've ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're just going to read the damn... um, Here, highlights from the Wikipedia page. I shall read it in the most dramatic voice I can. Yes. In 2001, (laughs) Duff gained fame through her starring role in the Disney Channel series Lizzie McGuire. She became interested in pursuing a music career after attending a Radio Disney concert in 2001. Quote, There were all these pop acts backstage at the concert, Duff explained. They were all getting ready backstage and warming up, and I was like, I want to do this so bad. Thank you, Nandor. End quote. <laughs> One day, Duff met Andre Recchi, who would soon become her manager. She told him of her interest in becoming a singer and briefly performed for him. This is my favorite quote <laughs> of all time. This prompted him to tell her, quote, I want to work with you. End quote. I mean, wow. I mean, talk about (laughs) telling a story through dialogue. I feel like I was there. I want to work with you. I think that's what I said to you (laughs) when when we decided to start doing this show. I was like, hey, remember that time we said, what if we did a podcast? And then you just said, I want to work with you. (laughs) Stop, I'm getting chills. (laughs) Do you want to read the last line um, where it says, Recky said of his encounter with Duff? Um, yes, but there's also a, a quote under critical reception that I really, really need to read. It is but, all to you. Um, I'll, I'll get there in a second. Recky said of his encounter with Duff, when I met Hillary, I knew she had something special. Sometimes you just have that feeling that, wow, 
She's a star. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of these is from like album liner notes and one's from like a Disney Channel magazine interview. Yep. <laughs> so just slapdash. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> Recky noted of Duff's Disney Mania appearance performing a cover of The Tiki 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 Room, which I don't even know what that's from. Do you? It must be some song from Disney history because that's a that's a place in one of the Disney parks. But oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Quote: That was the first test to see how her fans would react to her as a singer and not just an actress. <laughs> she stated that she felt Christmas. Hillary Duff came early for her when she recorded Santa Claus Lane. Quote: I really loved singing these songs. It was a lot of hard work, but also big fun. The quotes that you get out of We Babes. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, here it is. Here's the quote that I couldn't think of before. In a 2013 interview with the website Idolater, Duff expressed her dislike of Tell Me a Story, saying that she, quote, honestly hates that record and has blocked it out of her memory. Duff also remarked that she, quote, didn't even remember the song. <laughs> So, you know her heart was in it. That's not even damning with faint praise. It's just damning. <laughs> There's no praise. No. None at all. Um, okay, my quote I read that just... Mm, oh, boy. It hurt. It was scathing. <laughs> so, a couple quotes from reviewers of Santa Claus Lane. Jan Uhelski? Oh, Jan. Yeah. Oh, Jan. <laughs> gave it a negative review and wrote that the album consisting mostly of covers adds little to the holiday music canon. True. Agree. Uh, she also felt that it only, quote, perks up, end quote, on songs that feature guest musicians. She's not wrong. Mm -hmm. Like I said, my favorite songs on the album are I Heard Santa on the Radio, mm -hmm. featuring Christina Milian, and Tell Me a Story About the Night Before with Lil Romeo. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else wrote a, a beautifully tongue-in-cheek review where they <laughs> joked that it was a concept album which was loosely inspired by St. Nicholas, the 4th century bishop of Myra. <laughs> which is basically to say um, the same thing as before, which is this adds little to the, the canon of mm -hmm. Christmas. Whew. And uh, it was certified gold, FYI, this album. So uh, I think Metamorphosis went like triple platinum. Good for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if this album had gone triple platinum and Metamorphosis had gone only gold, there would be... No justice in this world. Exactly. <laughs> then we know we're in a simulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know we're in a simulation for several reasons. Yeah. But there you have it, folks. So, uh, Santa Claus Lane. Now, I saw that they released it on vinyl. Do you want to have it on vinyl? <laughs> Do I? To take up space, would I ever play it on vinyl? I mean, I don't play my Shrek vinyl either, but I still have it. <laughs> No, what I would like to have on vinyl is Metamorphosis. If that okay. is on vinyl now or ever is in the future, um, that's going directly into my collection. Okay, okay. Um, Noted. All certified bangers, all of them, every <laughs> single one. Okay, yeah. uh, Santa Claus Lane, final thoughts, Sierra? None except to say that that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say this is the best album you ever bought with your own money? <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we have been Magnum Oops, and this episode, we hope, will encourage you to seek out any other Christmas music. <laughs> I thought you were going to say encourage you to seek professional help. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for us. That's for us. For the record, I've already... <laughs> Sought it. Sought it. Seeked it. Sought it. <laughs> uh, so 
we are going to take a break over the holidays because holiday is a busy time and um, it's good to take a rest. But we're yeah. excited to come back in the new year, 2022. We have tons of ideas for new episodes. We already have our first episode. Our first episode topic is already booked. Yes. I don't We're not going to tell you what it is. Oh, Dad you... also doesn't remember. <laughs> did, did I ever know this or is yes, this new did. to me? No, we talked about It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I look forward to finding out. I'm sure I'm going to love it. <laughs> It'll be a fun one. That's all I'll say. So, uh, have a safe um, holiday season. Uh, celebrate in whatever way that you like. Take some time to yourselves. And if it's traditional for the record, that is fine. If that's your jam, different strokes, different folks. Yes, do it however you want to do it. <laughs> um, what do we say at the end of every episode of Magnum Oops? I think you know what we say at the end of every episode, which is have no I want fear. to work. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know, let me enlighten you. <laughs> you have yours and I have mine. <laughs> Well, Jed, I've always thought that what we say is, have no fear, you're not lost, you're here. And I always <laughs> thought it was, I want to work with you. <laughs> yeah, that too. All right. <laughs> oh, happy holidays. And get out of here, you <laughs> filthy animals. 